Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here, Kelly Carter, a blood, blood elf druid, a blood elf druid named Kelly Carter. And, huh, it doesn't say where it's from. Well, anyway, they write, Tosh, did you ever have a pet growing up? How was Alice's kitty doing? Well, what a great letter, Kelly. You know, pets are a wonderful thing for young ones to have, and everyone in general, really. I had a great uncle, Siegfried Mifuni, who was a small pet healer here in the valley, whose house was constantly overrun with pets, his and other people's. There were dogs, cats, chickens, pigs, and, you know, he even had a ferret that he rescued after it had been viciously punted when someone mistook it for a marmot. But that's a whole other story. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In war news, heroes throughout Azeroth continue their battle against the old god Mizoth and the reformed Dark Empire. With the ongoing assistance of Rathion and the others, they battle against the horrific visions being visited upon Stormwind and Orgrimmar, and are taking the fight directly to the old god in Nihilotha. Rumors are rampant that Nazoth may have actually fallen to an elite group of heroes, but for the time being, the old god's forces are still at large. (sighs) Are there no limits to the methods that this evil force will use to disrupt the peace of Azeroth? Hey there, folks. There are no limits to the great deals you'll find when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Regardless of your farming or cooking methods, you'll find everything you need at the best prices to be found anywhere. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wetbranch, brought to you by Nessingwari Safari. The last we heard from Eamon, he was in Uldum taking the fight to the Dark Empire. Let's see what he's up to this week. Hello, lad, and greetings from the outskirts of Neferset City in Uldum. A group of us have been taking our daily orders from High Commander Kamsis in Ramkahed, and he sent us off to deal with some goings-on there. Seems that scouts had been returning to Ramkahed in sorry shape, and we needed to investigate what was going on. Well, we got there and found quite a mess. Black Empire forces had the place overrun, and the Neferset that weren't already dead had been warped by the Void. Writhing horrors patrolled the skies, and Void assassins lurked in every shadow. The lads and I did the best we could to take out as many of the Black Empire as we could, burning their banners as we went, and destroying the bodies of uncorrupted Neferset so that they couldn't rise and join the fight. As we were making our way out, we got into a particularly rough fight, and one of the other lads took a nasty wound to the leg. He asked if I could help him get out, but to tell the truth, I was in bad shape myself. 
so I had to tell him. Don't lean on me, man, because I ain't got time to stick here in Neferset City. Right now we're camped outside the city taking a bit of a rest before we make our way back to Ramkahen for our next set of orders. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna try and brush the sand out of me beard. Ugh, gods, I hate the desert. Thanks, Eamon. Dwarven Dispatches is brought to you by Nessingwari Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, the Love is in the Air Festival is wrapped up, so we hope you had the chance to enjoy this annual event, or at least get an exciting ride on a love rocket. It'll be a quiet few weeks in Azeroth, but there are a few events coming up. The one-day hatching of the Hippogriffs will be taking place in Feralis tomorrow, and the Dark Moon Fair will be raising its tents once again in just over a week. And it isn't too soon to start putting your outfits together for Professor Talib's favorite event, the week-long trial of style, which will be starting up next month. Well, it would normally be time for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, but if you listened a couple of weeks ago, you'll know that everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic, took a week off to spend some time with his wife, Daolin, during the Love is in the Air Festival. So, filling in this week for Velmic is our old friend and blood elf around town, Eliandor. Eliandor, it's been quite a while. How have you been, and how is Sheila? Hello, Toshmifuni. And as a reminder, it's pronounced Shala. Right, right, sorry. Shala. So, Eliandor, you may not know this, but Velmic isn't actually doing in-reviews anymore. Oh, really? Were there complaints? <laughs> no. Why would there be complaints? Anyway, it's just that he had pretty much covered the field as far as Alliance Inns go and wanted to do more general travel reports. But there are a lot of Horde Inns that I'm sure people would like to hear about. And since Velmic is out this week and you and Shala travel so much... Yes... I suppose it would be nice for your listeners to get something a bit more sophisticated than your usual reports. <sighs> yeah, sure. Okay, moving along then. When I contacted you last week to see if you could fill in, you said that you and Shala were going to be in Dazarlor, and you'd be willing to do a review of the inn there. So, how was it? Well, we never actually made it to Dazarlor. We had a bit of a travel mishap. <laughs> you know, you and Shala seem to have a lot of those. Yes, and how awkward of you to remember. Anyway, Shala and I happened to be in Nazmir visiting a school friend of hers who had taken up <laughs> archaeology of all things. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? What's, um, what's wrong with archaeology? Oh, please. Rooting around in the dirt, associating with common tradespeople... She might as well have taken up, I don't know, farming. Hey, my family are farmers. Really? Well, no offense. As I was saying, we were on our way from Nazmir down to Dazarlar when Mr. Puffles... Um, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Puffles? <sighs> Try to keep up, dear boy. Mr. Puffles is Shala's fey dragon. Oh, right, right, I forgot Mr. Puffles. He gets, uh... Flopbot a lot. Anyway, as I was saying, 
Mr. Puffles had a panic attack when we got surrounded by a flock of blood swarmers, and he landed in this perfectly dreadful place called Koromar, and simply refused to go on any further. Oh, wow, that actually sounds pretty frightening. Oh, you don't know the half of it. There we were on this wretched little platform on the top of a tower, with a hyperventilating fey dragon, not a decent inn or even a restaurant in sight. Shala was in an absolute state. Okay, what did you do? Well, what could I do, dear boy? We had no food, no water, not even any cushions to sit on. So I went to see if any of the locals would be willing to assist. Oh, well, okay, good. It sounds like there were some help nearby, at least. Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? I mean, we had plenty of gold, and I was very polite. Yeah, I'll bet. And they not only refused to help, but frankly, were aggressively rude. Oh, really? How so? Well, as I said, I went looking for some locals who'd be willing to help, and I came across this rather striking-looking shirtless Sandalari fellow who was tied up. Really? Yes. Well, not being familiar with the local scene, I honestly wasn't sure whether there was some sort of party going on, but this Zandalari called me over and asked me if I wouldn't mind terribly releasing him, as it seems he was to be some sort of sacrifice. Ew, eloquently put. Ew, indeed. Well, I have an abhorrence for zealotry of any stripe, and I wasn't about to stand by and let this handsome fellow go to waste. So I agreed to free him, on the condition that he would lend Shala and I some assistance. Uh, seriously? You took advantage of him like that? Well, I don't think that's an entirely fair way to look at it. We both needed help and were in a position to help each other. It was a simple exchange of services. Okay. Anyway, he agreed and I cut his bonds, and we were about to join Shala when this dreadful fellow by the name of Jax Treb and his gang of blood trolls confronted us. Seems that they were somewhat offended by what I had done. I was perfectly willing to negotiate with them. After all, I certainly hadn't intended to offend, and from what I could see, they have plenty of other sacrifices available. They certainly wouldn't miss just one interesting perspective, and a very reasonable one. But zealots are almost never willing to see reason. So there we were, surrounded by blood trolls and these very unpleasant skeletons. What choice did we have but to fight? Ah, you know, Eliandor, I never really pictured you as a fighter. Tashmafuni, at the risk of sounding immodest, I was educated at some of the finest schools, dear boy. I am a rather capable spellcaster with some talent at healing. So I stepped back and let this impressive Zandalari have a go at these ruffians, while I kept him as healthy as I could. Oh, wow. So how did it turn out? <sighs> Not as well as I would have liked, actually. As I said, I'm capable, but sadly wasn't quite up to this particular challenge. And the Zandalari took quite a beating before taking a mortal wound. Oh, Eliandor. He died? Not immediately, no. And I assure you, I did everything I reasonably could without actually getting involved directly in the fight. Oh, Eliandor. Yes, it was rather tragic, especially since, as I said before, he was such a handsome fellow. 
But he was going to be a sacrifice. At least this way, he went down fighting. Uh, okay, but how did you get out of that situation? Well, fortunately, by this time, Mr. Puffles had calmed down, and Shala had come looking for me. So she landed and rather handily took down the gang of blood trolls and finished off Jack's trip. Whew, boy, that was a close cut. Hang on a second. Shala took them down? All of them? Oh, yes, didn't I mention? She's a trained high-level Windwalker monk. What? What? Yes, we were both exchange students for a year at the peak of Serenity in Pandaria. And uh, Leandor, you have never mentioned that. Well, you never bothered to ask, dear boy. Anyway, as I was saying, Shala dispatched the threat to us, but unfortunately this dear Zandalari was past my ability to help. So there we were, kneeling next to him, Shala holding his hand, offering what little comfort we could, when he gathered the last of his strength and motioned Shala down to him so that he could whisper something to her. Oh, really? What, what was it? Some ancient troll secret? No. Apparently, I was kneeling on his other hand. Sadly, those were his last words. Well, Eliandor, I, I don't know what to say. I, I have to ask, did you ever make it to Desarlor? Well, we certainly intend to, but frankly, our robes were in wretched condition after all that fuss. If we've learned anything in our travels, you can never really get bloodstains out of silk. So we came straight here to go to the Silken Fields to get material for new robes. Ah, bloodstains. You know, Eliandor, it seems like maybe there's a little more to you and Shala than I had originally thought. There usually is, dear boy. But those are stories for another time. <laughs> we'll really look forward to hearing about them. So, until next time then, and I'm going to try something in Thalassian here. I'll DL Please, don't. I appreciate the effort, but your pronunciation of Thalesian is dreadful. <sighs> uh, okay. Safe travels. Yes. Shorel Aran Tashmufuni. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Please stop by next time you find yourself in Pandaria, and when you do, make sure to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week for another hilarious episode of Oil Pan Alley. Listen into the fun as those bumbling mechanomes Skeezix and Bobble do their best to repair a broken Model W mecha cycle while dealing with an irate orc customer. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft.
All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.